This is Black Current. Coming at you from Nigeria, London and Manchester. We are Larry, Veta and Patsy. Talking about real world issues from our own perspective. Topics we wish were spoken about more in our society. So come with us on this journey. Dive into uncomfortable conversations and figure life out together. This is Black Current. This is Black Current. This is Black Current. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of your favorite Black Current. <laughs> what do we have today? We have a guest in the studio for you today. As per usual, it's me, Larry. We've got Patsy and Victor in the studio. We have the lovely Evie with us today. Evie is a writer, a blogger, a very spiritual or spiritually sound woman. unrealistic standards that are set when it comes to sex yeah yeah and how porn gives men in particular because i think men are disproportionately more likely to be influenced and watch porn mm -hmm. than women although there is a recent rise statistically speaking mm -hmm. in women and being more open because i found that women watch porn too but they are now more open about watching What's porn it? and you know the different steps of porn so my question now becomes, what are your thoughts about porn? What do you define as porn? What are the things you can categorize as porn? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. What is porn? Porn is any explicit content, video. Fetish as well, or is that not in porn? Or can that be It is, porn? as long as it's like content. It's like explicit yeah. content, any explicit content, I think, yeah. is pornographic in nature. That is designed... That is designed to arouse. To arouse, you know, yeah. you know yeah. created yeah. with the intention of... Literally, I could be touching my eyebrow or whatever, and that arouses people. Is it explicit? It's not porn. I mean, listen. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, might... yeah, but that people have, the like, foot fetish, don't they? But, but, or is that still not erotic? Porn, I guess. Yeah. No. I think... I'm getting educated here, guys, because I've never watched porn. No, lies. So. That's what porn is. Any material designed to arouse or cause arouse, arousal, yeah, in your body. Do you think, for example, if a man and his wife put on, let's say, did a tape a together tape. of themselves, mm -hmm. a sex tape, you know, mm. and send, um, send nudes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, sending of nudes to each mm. other. We do describe that as pornographic content because I always think pornographic content is anything that is leaked to a third party. Leaked? <laughs> leaked or sent or wait, wait, anything wait. that... It's inaccessible. So you're telling me if it's between two people and neither of you two people share it, it's not, porno it's not pornographic? That's, I, think that's I, I think Larry has a sex tape. I think Larry has a sex tape. I have just made this. I, I, I think this nigga has a nah, sex tape. I don't have a sex tape. <laughs> nah, I don't have nah, a sex tape. I don't even. I don't even collect nudes. I'm serious. I do, it's just a. It's just a. To me, yeah, I don't have. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much guilt in his voice, bro. Nah. No, I don't. It's okay. I don't. It's okay. Like, right. It's all right. Personally, I mean, if it's between you and your spouse, that that's what people do. That's your problem. I mean, personally, I don't think I would do that because I always feel like you take that picture, it's on your phone, it's on a device. Somehow, it can get leaked. So, apparently, pornography is described as a portrayal of sexual subject matter for the exclusive purpose okay. of sexual arousal. 
pornography may be presented in a variety of media, including magazines, animation, writing, film, okay. video, and video games. The term does not include live exhibitions like no, sex shows and striptease. The primary subjects of the present-day pornographic depictions yeah. are pornographic models who steal blah, 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 blah. So I think by okay. this definition, pornography is you sending nudes or taking nudes because the essence of it. Exactly, because you are sending your, your man's pornographic images, even if it's of you. I already agreed on that, because for me, the reason I was thinking, yeah, what yeah. happens if, you know, you don't share them with your partner? I'm just saying, what happens in a situation where, I don't know, it's a Snapchat or something, and someone accidentally views it? Because it happens, right? Because it happens, and you've not sent it with the intention of sharing it with a third party, and someone else sees it. It's porn. I think it's definitely porn. Okay, I guess. I guess. It's it's fine, porn. like, you know, you, you, you've shared porn content. It is yeah. Okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> I think it's interesting in the sense of there's so many aspects of porn that Larry just mentioned. And like I said before, like mm-hmm. I don't I've not watched porn, but I actually think I have watched porn because of all those different like variables of porn that is available to us. I think you have, yeah, Patsy, because, we like, have because you've of seen all another the different case. As- but were you watching it? For the were you watching it for the primary purpose of sexual arousal? That is the question. No, you just stumble on it. So no, because I was gonna say like TV programs and movies and music videos. Like okay. they, well, so many of those are. It's almost like um, what's it called? Stumbling upon it on Twitter because I think and and, and then they just, put mood. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, like, oh, Twitter is like, mad. Someone's retweeted what is some that? wild. Yeah. Thing. It always happens. So first of all, I want to ask you guys: Do you think okay. the porn industry? Yeah, is mm. more lucrative today than it was 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. For the porn stars, for the investors, for the directors, for do you think it's more lucrative for the porn stars than it the was two, three years ago? I don't, I don't think so because of social media. Access so people to have it. People have access, yes, people have a lot of access to pornographic material compared to back in the day when you had to actually hide like if you think about all these video stores especially in the u.s yeah i don't know about other countries i, I don't I, even know I if think, they have such yeah. such stores here in nigeria they had mm-hmm. the pornographic videos or materials always at the back so it was mm-hmm. something that had to do with shame I'm here, actually going, yeah if you're actually going to look for mm-hmm. porn it was expensive and it was kind of hidden but now, because of social media and almost everybody has a smartphone, it's very easy to get it. So I, I, I don't even understand how they make their money because I think the people who star in the movies, it has always been a known fact is it, that but they are that, But wouldn't that make it more lucrative? So the interesting bit there is like you saying like the porn, so like the magazines or the videos are hidden or out of sight. And that mm-hmm. is definitely because of underage people, so the children, people, mm-hmm. innocent people that should not be seeing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that. But like now you're saying on social media, it's literally it's free everywhere. for all. Yeah. From such a young age, they're being a witness to a lot of sex, Explosion. which then will have, they'll have unhealthy relationships with sex because of the, them seeing it at such a young age. I looked up an article sometime, not too long ago actually, and it was written that I think you are paid like under $500 for a performance <laughs> or for a movie. The, I think the industry now is much bigger 
um, much bigger than it was. Definitely much bigger than it was then. But I think the share of that pie, I think the share of that pie going down to the actors themselves is very, very small. In comparison, in comparison to the um, the companies that actually shoot these things, because I feel like there's a bit of um, an oligopoly. I don't want to say it's a monopoly, but I think there's an oligopoly because there's only a set amount of companies that actually do the shooting. Interestingly enough, <laughs> Victor is actually correct in the sense that the porn industry today okay. is a lot more lucrative than it was back then. And like Victor said, it is access. Access has made it, now it is in everybody's homes. You get a range of porn and AdSense, which is funny because access means more AdSense. You get me? In the US, $3,075 is being spent on porn every second. Wow. And a new video <laughs> is being daily. produced, a new porn video <laughs> is being produced every 39 minutes. Uh-huh. So that while we were doing this podcast recording, wow. at least three, <laughs> three porn videos <laughs> have been made. Another thing as well is like these women and men are working, are working overtime. These actors are working overtime. I feel like the production right now would have yes. increased and you know what's crazy, the increased demand. You know, there's people that are like, ah, I've seen that over and over again. I want to see some new shit. Our patience is less. And the best example I can use is with music. How quick are we to go from, oh man, this is such a hit for you to go, that's such an old song. An old song could be a song that came out mm. two weeks ago. The porn industry made more money during the pandemic than we could have ever imagined. Only fans for example, has taking porn from the hands of the producers, the mega producers, the mega directors, to make you, your producer, your director, your lighting crew, all of that. So you've reduced the cost of operations. Now you are just going to be going content directly to your fans, meaning the average porn star, Evie, is making more money depending on the value of their content, or depending on what no, they no, attach to their crazy. content, than the next man's. Throw a question out there, guys: Would you do porn? Uh, so no, absolutely not. The, you can never say never. If I have a mask, <laughs> never know. <laughs> shit. Get me a mask, and we're gonna make a movie. <laughs> you get me? That's the truth. <laughs> No face, no case. No face, no case. No, I I think I just have a problem with porn, Mm. like, overall. And Mm. there's no hate to anyone who does it. That's not... The people aren't the problem. It's just what it is overall because it's so fake. Porn is so, so fake. It's edited, it's scripted, it's lighted. It's, like, it's probably rehearsed, even. It is literally a production. And 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 sometimes they're not even themselves. Exactly. So, like, that is just putting so much pressure on the people that watch it because we just think that's how I need to be. And then that's... It's just so many, like, unhealthy relationships with yeah. sex. Say we humans just fucked up. Porn is like a bad teacher, but sometimes there are some lessons to be learned. And I understand that completely, but just to sort of <laughs> just define, just to define where you're at, would you be 
would you be for mm. pro it in relationships or okay. con it? Like, yeah. So, like, because which side, you have to be one or the other. I'm going to say this slightly cheat with this question. How do I, how am I going to cheat? I'm going to cheat by adjusting the circumstances to the question in the sense that in this particular question, I'm going to be in a loving relationship with someone who is understanding and we don't have problems in our sex lives. We just want to spice things up, quote unquote. If those were the circumstances that have been raised, Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I mean, you can just watch. You can maybe there's a a porn mm-hmm. video out there that can help you. Let's say oh role play. It's not that you are looking to porn to have sex or how to have sex. That's not what I'm saying. What? If a man is having sex and she's not moaning, mm-hmm. he can feel like he's not doing a bad job. She's having a good time, but she's just she's mm-hmm. not a moaner or just doesn't moan. The idea of squirting, idea of moaning, she, the idea he of she's, he's not being rough. Larry said, "Pro, so you like for for it, like you know, to be utilized in relationships, given the circumstances, given the circumstances, you know, you obviously exactly. he obviously but, tweets no, 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 the no, no, question, no. you know, you were like, oh yeah, exactly. Like, but the relationship is right, that is and there's no sexual, and there's, exactly. and there's no sexual However, problems those between circumstances us. Circumstances rarely all exist at the same time. But we're time. just looking for excitement." I'm not really a fan of it. So I'll just say, just both of you keep exploring your bodies. I think if you're going to watch porn in a relationship, you need to watch it together because then it's an experience that you're both doing. And then that one person hasn't got an, an idea of what they want and then puts it on the other person and they haven't like witnessed or like experienced what they're talking about. But I'm not yeah. necessarily pro. I've never watched porn. I've never had anyone asked me to watch porn. To me, it's not beneficial fair enough, that's at fair all. Enough. It's like a third person in the relationship. I don't need it. If you guys feel like it's right, yeah, probably. But I think with porn, like, there's so, so much. There's so, so much in terms of, like, the content, the type of content, the type of preferences. And it's such a deep hole that I'd rather you just keep it out altogether. Because I, I feel like when you start exploring, where does it end? Like you know, doesn't satisfy you. It's exactly, never gonna satisfy yeah. you. Like, where does it end? Um, because you know the people that make porn are human beings like you and I, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, the picture that I do have in my head is almost like create your own. You know what I mean, like just because you're working mm-hmm. with each other, like try to figure out what is working for you, and then create your own. Because if you try to compare, inevitably there's always going to be some sort of added pressure that comes along with it, either for mm. you or your partner. And I just feel like that pressure is not necessarily needed. Like you, you really don't need that because what you end up, what you're gonna end up doing is that ah, maybe let's try another one, let's see another one, let's, you know. But all all in all, see what works for you. You know, what level I mean, of are you putting that attention on something else other than your partner? Yeah, yeah. And as well. And, you know, and the thing as well with that is, you know, you start exposing yourselves. You're like, ah, maybe he's not putting in the effort. And as Patsy was saying, it's a third person (laughs) that you're introducing to the relationship. And once you introduce them into it, are you happy, both of you? It's like a rabbit hole. You're never going to get satisfied Mm -hmm. once you expose yourself to porn. And I also think about it from this aspect of, some not all but some of the people who find themselves in the porn industry especially women 
uh, from what I've researched and people who have shared their stories, women who get themselves or who find themselves in this industry, some of them are actually trafficked into this industry while some were tricked mm. into the industry. So if I keep watching pornography, that means I'm engaging with the content, that means they are still going to find more people to bring into the industry to perform for their viewers. And because of that, and amongst many other things, obviously, as being a Christian, but because of mm. that aspect of Sexual it, that it is, well. I see it as slavery, yes. And some people have committed, you know, or some people have taken their own lives. Some people have actually killed their pimps for getting them into the porn industry. So when I see all those alarming things happening, I cannot associate myself with that sort of industry because it's immoral. So the more we watch it, the more we feed. It's just like every other thing we do, like this podcast. The more people listen to it, the more you want to create because you want to reach more people. It's the same dynamic that goes to any form of entertainment or art or whatever. So I just feel like it's it's destructive. And when you start viewing porn, mm. it sets unrealistic expectations because there are people who <laughs> their spouse cannot satisfy their sexual needs anymore because of pornography and they spiral out of control. They go and start sleeping with prostitutes, they cheat on their wives or their spouses, they sleep with multiple people and it just brings problems into the relationships. This is not to say, I would say this, I have been addicted to porn for a very long time. I've watched it and I was introduced to it at a very young age. So it was difficult for me to break free from it. So that's why when Patsy was like, oh, she has never viewed it. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> because I think I saw it probably when I was like 11 or maybe younger than that. And it followed me for like a very long time until, you know, mm. God set me free from it. You know, with addiction, it's almost like trying to understand like how do you, how would people that have the that have an addiction to porn like how would they be able to cope with it how would they be able to escape from it if they're looking to do so and what did you find useful for you that you know if there's any listeners yeah. out there that could find really useful if you don't mind sharing that well, it's fine oh, okay no it's fine for me basically like i tried stopping on my own you know i always tell my stop myself oh you know what i'll quit i'll quit then you know how it is, you are probably left alone in the house in the afternoon, it's like, then the thoughts comes into your mind and you just go ahead and explore. So it wasn't until I renewed my relationship with God. So my story is kind of like, it happened in a sequential manner. So after I got out of my relationship, the last one, and it was so horrible and I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, obviously I've been doing things my own way god you know i'm ready to follow you so once i began that journey with god he set me free i read a book called i kiss dating goodbye and although the author doesn't associate himself with those beliefs any longer it actually helped me so in the book he talked about healthy relationships sex fornication um, pornography masturbation and all those components and he was coming from a christian standpoint so the book helped me. After I read it, you know, it was just like something went off in me and I was set free. And this was in 2015 or so. Mm. So just walking with God, like building on that relationship, mm. you know, going to church, being around Christians, choosing to walk with God and to do life with God sets me free from that path. So it was nothing mm. I did in my own 
power or in my own year. And I also watched a lot of videos about women who were in the porn industry and how they came out. So when they shared their stories of how they were being trafficked and how, you know, sometimes they will have to be high on drugs mm. for them to be able to perform. So when I saw the mm. other side of wow. it, that actually made me feel like, okay, I can't. So it doesn't mean, it doesn't, um, what's the word? It doesn't mean that the thoughts of watching pornography, factors. you know, doesn't come up any longer. Like once in a while, the thoughts might just come into my mind. But when I think of, okay, what those women went through and I might be feeding into the, you know, into the traffic mm. for them to go out and look for more, more women. And I'm like, no, I can't, you know, I can't do this any longer. Yeah. So yeah. that's what helps. Yeah. Yeah. Does it align with your values? There's also a negative or a very bad side to porn, which um, aside obviously from the exploitation, but it is the area of revenge porn. I'm guessing we all know what revenge porn is. But for those who don't know what revenge porn is, revenge porn is basically myself and my partner have a sex tape together. Granted, she consented to us having sex tape together, but if you go ahead to leak that sex tape or put it on the porn site mm -hmm. or share it amongst friends because you're trying to spite her. That's the idea of revenge porn. For anyone who feels pressured, oh, for any, it's yeah, going to be difficult. Whenever the video is released, yes, you will receive, there will be social ridicule. Your family, especially in places like Africa and Nigeria where we are kind of backward in, in the way of thinking about some certain issues. So you could be ostracized by your family. You would be, you know, ostracized by your friends. Do you understand? There are two parties in that video. But why is it that the woman always receives most of the ridicule? But it's the same everywhere anyway. Victor, I think in Nigeria, men can get away with murder on a scale I have never seen before. So that's why I would not say it is prude. I would say it's backward. If you do a Kim Kardashian and yes, you, you, act, you, you both choose to release the sex tape, make your, I mean, well done, cash out. I mean, did ah, she? Patsy, I don't know if sex tape, that sex tape was not leaked. As much as did you hear that you bought it for how many them millions? As them, them ah. making them themselves. The amount of well, money released. she got from it. Like, I don't know. She's probably still getting royalties, but, you know, I'm, you know, I, I don't speak to Kim Kardashian. I don't speak to her accountant, so I don't know what she's getting. But all I'll tell you, though, is she is awfully comfortable for somebody <laughs> that has a sex tape. I mean, I don't know. I think I think the hardest discussion she's probably going to have to have is with her kids. But then they're all probably private schooled or homeschooled or something, so they don't. Mm -hmm. encounter children that would diss them about the sex tape i mean she's kim kardashian it doesn't even matter that she had a sex tape people will still put her on a pedestal and people still respect her i mean look at her she's a billionaire that is what our society has sort of come down to it's like there's so many people that have been shamed for all these things they do um grant if it's not obviously on the really 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 perverted scale like i say really really like you know um, child abuse or things like that. If it is like, okay, someone drops a sex tape, it's only a hot topic for so long. Yeah. It's only a hot topic for so long and that's almost like we have come to accept it in society that they're part and parcel of it. It's like, 
people watch it and they're like, ah, it's disgusting and yeah, cool. And, you know, a couple of months <laughs> a couple of months later, people are like burned with it. Apparently, Kim Kardashian and Ray J made over a hundred million dollars. I don't even know who this guy is. Ray J. Ray J so, is a musician, uh, man. And Ray J is a waste, man. Ray J. Ray J. I listened to Ray J before the sex day. Oh. <laughs> and then after the oh sex day, I think she She's got into a relationship. Idiot. She's a singer, yeah. And then it, <laughs> I have never seen a waste man like Ray J. Thank you, Evie, for joining us on the podcast today. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me, Patsy, and everyone. Thank you so much just for your honesty as well and bringing your personal life experiences to the podcast because the topics we spoke about are so real and I think we can forget that sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. No. so when you add a personal touch, it's almost like, okay, now we need to understand that. And, you know. Till next time, it's been Larry, Patsy, Victor. We love y'all.